Hello, welcome to the Slewcast, the Elkhorn Slew Foundation podcast. Elkhorn Slough is one of California's last great coastal wetlands. We see Elkhorn Slough and its watershed protected forever, a working landscape where people, farming, industry, and nature thrive together. Here on the Slewcast, we'll explore Elkhorn Slough together, build community, and share stories of the special place. Welcome! Bienvenidos! I am back with a really special episode about one of my favorite places, Sandhill Farm. Not only does it have the best view of the slough, but it actually represents Alcorn Slough Foundation, um, the story of how the land can heal when there's people that are dedicated, working really hard, that want to have an impact, not only on the slough, but in the watershed. So we're going to learn a lot, um, especially with Dash taking us through the history, um, the importance of the property, and the impact that the, the property has on uh, on Elkhorn Slough and its watershed. So I can't wait for you to fall in love with this place as much as I did. Listos? Amanos. I'm Dash Dunkel, Stewardship Director for the Elkhorn Slough Foundation. And today we're at the Sandhill Farm. Because of all the work that's gone into it, the transformation that's happened out here, we're really proud of this property. It's one we like to share with our members and with the public. This was a worn out strawberry farm. You can see the sandy slopes, the name Sandhill Farm. Strawberries are one of the only crops that can grow in these kind of soils. And so it was farmed for many years. Unfortunately, as you can see behind me, it has really steep slopes. So that meant every time it rained, lots of soil, everything in the soil, the plastic, the chemicals were washing directly into the slough. And for that reason, this property was one that the foundation had been looking to acquire for a long time. Finally, in 2016, we acquired it and it took a huge effort to clean it up. There was still tons of plastic in the fields, all the drip tape, the plastic mulch, everything associated with a farm had been left in the field. So in 2019, we were out here looking at uh, some erosion issues and we found actually a, a huge dump site, one that we had missed when we, when we first acquired the property. Um, there's still a few little remnants around, but um, we ended up excavating 600 tons of material, plastic, household waste, you name it, old tires. Um, so we removed all that, brought it to the dump, and then planted more native plants out here. The aster, the monkey flower, um, yarrow. We spread a bunch of seeds out here deerweed, a um, bunch of seeds in the area that had been cleared to remove the trash. And I mean, they really have come back. It's pretty amazing to see. We even got some native grasses, wild rye, 
some blackberry coming in. So um, a real successful project. So here we are at the top of the Sandhill Farm. And from this vantage point, I think it's really easy to see why this property had such a big impact on the slough, on the reserve. You know, it's basically a big bowl that channels all the runoff right into the North Marsh of the slough. Now that we've restored these upper slopes, stabilized them, stopped the runoff, um, there's been a measurable, measurable impact to the water quality in the North Marsh, a measurable improvement um, just from our work up here on these, on these steep slopes. We also have large scale berms that we built that help um, block the flow. You know, this was a big investment in the infrastructure of this place to make sure that we stabilized the land, to make sure that when we acquired this property, that we were gonna prevent any more pollution, any more runoff going into the slough. We had zero runoff this winter, 2022 into 2023. It's worth saying because if you were around 1998, you remember El Nino, all the storms and how much flooding we had. That year, the Army Corps of Engineers measured roughly 11,000 cubic yards of sediment straight into the slough. All of that came from Sandhill Farm. That is a lot of dirt, and it completely changed Sandhill Farm, obviously the slough. So just wanted to share that huge difference of where we're at now. This year, zero runoff from Sandhill Farm. Amazing. Because we had so much rain this winter, I was curious about, you know, what happened to all that water? What's, what's happening? And I learned a lot. So in these sandy hills, you need about a million gallons per acre per year to grow a crop. Um, that's a lot of water. And by removing this top 30 acres or 40 acres of farmland, that means we're saving 30 or 40 million gallons of water per year that's not being pumped out of the aquifer. It's staying in the groundwater so that people can have it in their wells, so that other farmers can use it, so we can try and balance how much we take out of the ground with how much we naturally put back in. You know, by restoring these slopes, we also think that a lot of that water, or at least some of it, is going to infiltrate back into the aquifer by slowing it down, by having it go down the roots of the plants. Hopefully we can start to replenish the aquifers here at the Sand Hill Farm and our surrounding area. So having these freshwater sources for the wildlife is really important. You know, as more houses have come in and more wells are drawing water out of the landscape, um, we know that in the wildlands, there seems to be less freshwater available. Also, all the animals are getting pushed from these developed lands into our protected lands. And so these sources of freshwater become extremely important. Um, and this, this site's pretty amazing because it was just an agricultural basin, you know, working lands but the tule came in on its own, other wetland plants came in, um, amphibians found it, they laid their eggs, insects, birds, and um, it's really just a vibrant ecosystem now. I want to share a story about Sand Hill. Uh, at the bottom of this field, I sat in my truck and I saw three different animals, a bobcat, 
a turkey, and a fox, all within moments of each other. And it was so beautiful to see the abundance of life within a few moments. So when I was with Dash, I asked them about restoration and what led to this abundance of life. Behind me is where we planted, at this point, nearly 600 oak trees on these slopes. But during that time, we've also seen a big influx of native plants coming and reclaiming the territory. So much of these green bushes, native coyote brush, that recruited on their own and are continuing to heal the land to provide that habitat, to capture the runoff and the water. And it's amazing to see. So coast live oak are one of the foundational species of our coastal ecosystems here. They provide habitat for hundreds of different types of insects, caterpillars, um, pollinators, you know, habitat for birds, other animals, lots of animals eat the acorns, eat the leaves. So they're a critical species here uh, in the Elkhorn Slough watershed and throughout California. With climate change, with other issues, you know, we have to think long and hard about the different species that we use for habitat restoration. But we think right here near the coast, these coast live oaks are going to do extremely well into the future, just like they did in the past. So we've restored a bunch of these rare, rare species. This is the Hooker's manzanita, uh, Eastwood's golden bush, Pajaro manzanita, and they're doing really well. These are the these plants actually thrive in the poor soils. Um, they help stabilize, prevent erosion, um, provide habitat for native animals, and um, are part of the long-term restoration vision for this property. Of course, our work isn't over. Something that we're always going to have to be paying attention to and dealing with is invasive plants. So, in particular, Jubata grass, also known as pompous grass. This is one of uh, the worst invasive species we have out here. And every year, part of our work is to, is to come out, check the property, make sure that we remove any Jubata grass we find and keep it under control so it doesn't displace all the native plants. Jubata grass. Guacala. If you volunteer with us, we share the same pain. You know, Dash and I start talking about community. And I love what he had to share. It, it's something that we both share the same love for. So here you go. One of the great things about doing this kind of work is when you get to bring in kids, field trips. Um, I love to see their enthusiasm. You know, almost all of these oak trees have been planted and cared for by students, other community groups. And it's really amazing to see people, people start to really understand the connection between what happens here, what happens in the slough. It's just a really amazing way to get people involved, working with their hands um, and, and seeing the results of it. That's why I love Sand Hill. It's just such a special place. It's allowed me to build community. I've camped with people at Sand Hill. 
Um, I've made great memories. Uh, again, it's just a beautiful and special place because it's also held me. I'm always in awe hiking up to the very top of Sand Hill and getting, I mean, one of the best views of the slough in the area. And every time it's different with fog, without fog, with birds flying by, seeing deer, a hawk coming in right behind us. You know, when I talk about my programs with kids, I talk about moments of magic, and Sandhill does that for me. Anyway, that's it for the episode on Sandhill Farm. This episode will also be on video if you're not watching it already. I want to give a special shout out to everybody that attended our member kayak event. It was such a beautiful time out in the slough. I mean, it was a great time. I want to give a special shout out to you, Dash, not only for leading us through that event, but also for telling this story. If you have any questions, want to be involved, send me an email, juan at elkhornslew.org, and check out our website, elkhornslew.org. We actually have a new website, so if you haven't done so, please check it out. And on the website, there is a page actually about Sandhill. Go under Foundation, Lands, and learn more. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are all well. Take care. Nos vemos. Y adios.